Hi and welcome to Zondag and Nothing, the podcast for your Zondag morning, evening, afternoon, tea time, tea time, any Zondag, well Sunday, <laughs> you can imagine <laughs> basically. Um, today I'm joined with a friend again and you guys might know him as Kai. Yay! So there you go. Uh, you guys asked for him, I brought him back and he made his way out here. And I feel uh, so loved. I love you. I love your. I love your followers. <laughs> Yourself. Me. <laughs> you, I, you, I asked myself to come back. Yay! <laughs> yeah. No. Um. So, um, Kai uh, came here, and um, uh, I don't know, Kai, tell us about uh, your commute here. My commute here. Yeah. Uh, I was just telling Elker that uh, it's no one's fault. But there is this individual that had some pretty heavy BO, which is code word for body odor. And it's just like, you just got to fixate yourself on something like either the countryside or whatever. Just try not to, to like, just, yeah, it was, it just, was pungent. Just, just, just meditate, like breathe oh, in. No, I couldn't out. even breathe out. It's like, I just, I, I couldn't, like I had to breathe in through my nose, I mean, through my mouth because it was just. And then you would taste it. My God, it was like, <laughs> just like, kill me now. Like I, I, like I, I told Ilker, like I, I obviously, you know, people, you know, they, they live their life the way they want to. And, you know, I have to respect that, but it's like. A little air freshener. Some people don't have water, you know. Water? What does water have to do with it? You can't take, they can't take showers. Oh, that water. Yeah. No, the drinking water. The drinking water. Well... Which is the same we shower with. You know, actually, that's kind of funny that you should mention that because it actually actually goes with what we're going to be talking about today. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about showering. Um, so yes. this is going to be like a tip Rub- how to shower the best and how to really get clean. Rub-a-dub-dub. <laughs> so usually you get like these um, hard stones that you can rub your skin on. so that it can You don't even need to do that. You know, because, okay, I'm not going to go into what we're going to talk about today, but I will tell you this. <laughs> there is now, I don't know if you guys have it out wherever you're from, but here in Canada, we have this bottled dry shampoo like you literally do not have like we live in a day and age where you don't have to get out of your sofa you can literally shampoo your hair while you're sitting and watching tv like how it's how it's sick is that but like but like the sour is like sour <laughs> taking a shower is like an experience like you cannot it's like it's like netflix and theaters like movie theaters I'd still and go to a movie theater because it's an experience rather than wait for the movie to come out of Netflix and watch it on the couch. It's like I would rather take a shower than spray like shampoo on my well, hair on the couch. You know what I mean? But it's con- it's a convenience. Yeah, I guess. You know, people are getting more lazy today. I know. Like, well, why don't we go into what we're talking about? Because it's actually going to segue right into <laughs> what I want to say. Well, I mean, I, I, I kind of um, had um, the topic plan was like, like grocery shopping, stores, or like mm. dollar stores, experiences, things like that. Yes. Because I was I was uh, grocery shopping and I had some things that I wanted to share with the world and see if there's people that would like to raise <laughs> their hands with me against Woo! these injustices happening on a cashier line. Anyway, but cashier line. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll get into that. Don't worry about it. I wrote down an essay about these things. And oh dear. I hope that one person knows what I'm talking about. Well, that you... one lady with the black hair and the and the jacket. She knows. <laughs> she knows exactly what I'm talking about. So we're talking about dollar store versus mall versus grocery store or whatever and anything in that in that thing. So anyway, like we're living in a day and age where everything is is basically it's very convenient like you literally do not have to leave your home like here i don't know what it's like internationally but here in canada you have skip the dishes so you don't have to uh cook anything you can have it delivered to your house you have amazon prime like we literally we have an amazon prime warehouse in vancouver so if it's in stock you can get it within a few hours uh, you can have your groceries delivered. You can have, uh, like, basically, yeah. And then you have the dry shampoo. Like, literally, you you do not have to leave your home. But, and it's just like, yeah, like, it's just, it's wrong. You know, like, and then you look at, the, then we have the dollar store. And I love, I used to love the dollar store because you can, it's very convenient. Everything there is cheap. But then you realize, you know, it's not a dollar. It's not a dollar. It's, it's not like even three ninety nine, five ninety nine. Well, no, it's not even that. It's like, uh, 
Okay, so like I, I have a house cleaning business, and I used to love getting my. <laughs> here you go again. Here you go again. We're we advertising his cleaning business. Happy last worker, happy home cleaning services. Not even three five episodes later. Twenty five dollars an hour. No, he's already <laughs> advertising again. Anyway, no, so anyway, no, it's fine. You know, next time I'm gonna get some money out of this, but <laughs> you, you go ahead now. Anyway, so I used to get my cleaning supplies there, and then. Um, so I used to get a lot of my uh, spray bottles there and these spray bottles would last maybe maybe two or three visits per client and then they broke down and I'm like okay so I'm paying a dollar 25 for these so-called uh, spray bottles and they don't even last a week and then I'm realized I, you know after a while I'm like okay so I'm buying all these spray bottles you know, buy maybe two or three or four a week. And I'm like, you know, what's the point in this? You know, like, yes, it's cheap. You, th- They want to make you think that it's cheap and, you know, it's convenient. But I'm like, you know, I keep coming. I'm I'm still, I'm coming back a bit more like two or three times a week. And I'm like, is it really worth, you know, a dollar twenty-five when I can get the same thing for like two or three bucks more at a, at a regular store? Yeah. Like, I don't know, like, uh, dollar stores don't exist in Europe. Like, in my, like, not in this way. But I have to say, coming from Europe, like, dollar stores are really cheap. You can buy anything you can buy anywhere else, but cheaper. But cheaper. So but I wonder, like, why is it, like, it's it's like that. Like, well, how do they do that? Because it's sometimes even the same product. And you, like, wonder why is it cheaper. So, like, well, I feel like it's a kind of, like, sketch. Like, well, either is. something is wrong with the product and they emptied it out or half of it or something i don't know well half of like half of the stuff uh that that they use is heavily induced with like a ton of chemicals like the chemical the, the cleaning supplies i used to get um i found out was like 10 times worse than than regular <laughs> so i'm like that's why nobody called back because all of them died i know that it feels like <laughs> it. And like you cleaned their house and it's just like why is this kind of calling back you that's why my client base is like <laughs> dropping like flies but no, no ratings or reviews at all no like and then the half like all the toys that um uh, most of the toys that you could buy at the dollar store are like lead-based you know like they're mm-hmm. but then so you got the dollar store and then um I used to, uh, we have what's called Metro Town here in Vancouver. And it's like, it's a pretty giant store, a pretty giant mall. And what I would, what I used to love doing is window shop. And I would go from different department store and just look around. And what I noticed, I mean, I, you know, like what I was comparing them was um, their signage. You know, like I realized there was one store and I, I think it was Zara's. And I think you guys have Zara's, Zara's yeah. in, in uh, where you're from. <laughs> And I realized... Where am I from? Okay. Well, what do you mean? Like, Oh, you're from Vancouver. Like, <laughs> I'm a Vancouver writer. Eh? Yeah, exactly. But what I realized... I don't know if you realize this, but like their signage is humongous. Like the, the words are big because they, they're trying to draw you in. And I would go to a different store and their signage might be a little bit smaller, but they're saying, you know, 50% off sale, you know, come and get it while it lasts. And I'm like, you know, I come here... I used to go there maybe like once or twice a week and they would have the exact same signage. You know, it's like there's a sale basically every single week. Yeah. And they're, but they're trying to make you think that this is the only sale that's going to ever happen. Yeah. And it's like, they're drawing you in Yeah. like to save what? 10 bucks. Yeah. And it's like, and sometimes they raise the price, and then they say fifty percent off, but they had raised it, so you're not actually paying the fifty percent off. You pay like the thirty five percent off only, and they get like more than half the age. You know, like, they still make profit. It's always about how to make profit, actually, in like those kind of stories. But you know, it's, I think I was telling you, Ilker, but it's like I feel like it was, or maybe it was somebody else. I was telling them like with banks. I know this is a little off topic, but like banks, they're not there to be your friend. They're there to take your money, and the same thing with stores. You know, like I've realized with all of the customer service uh, uh, reps that I've I've come in contact with, like they're they're really concerned about making a buck. Because I used to work uh, as a retail uh, clerk, mm-hmm. and we had to make a certain amount each day. Like uh, each person, I think I think it was like a th- maybe like five hundred. I'm I'm I can't remember. But I think it was like five hundred dollars a day, like per clerk. So I really wasn't interested. In getting to know you and making you feel welcome, I was actually really after getting my quota for the day. 
And and this is so funny because uh, I mean in the end of the day that's kind of making competitive. I was also like uh, in a training for three weeks with um, with a company and we were outreaching like we we're going um, canvassing door to door for UNICEF. And in that company, uh, they were like it was, it was. I mean it was good cause, but in the end it never mattered if you were just believing in the cause or not. It was always about how many packs have you sold have you sold. Mm. have you sold, sold um like in the past five days and you had to reach a quota for the training in order to work full-time there and for and unicef I, no the company they get people like unicef mm. or amnesty international and things like that and they go canvas for them oh, okay and then the money is donated to the respective company uh or organization sorry <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's uh whatever i mean of course to help people like this kind of organization they need also money so like there's also some fees as well but like mm. but i i have nothing against unicef or amnesty international it's just that the whole thing felt just so wrong you know and having experienced the other outreaching where we go for junior youth and stuff where we actually talk to them to make friends and actually mm. you know impact the com- community and stuff mm-hmm. and then having gone to outreach for a company that wants money and you kind of you care about the cause but then you're also pressured by oh i have to get another pack i have to get another pack i have to exactly. have at least five packs to, in order to pass this training and then when you pass the training that's fine you're full time now but that means well in a month if you don't make the normal quota you are talked to like oh you know you have to pick it up then you at the door you don't really it's really trying to you you're trying to persuade them now going door to door for like chemical like i know like i don't know like household stuff it's mm. cool because you know okay fine it's like i need to sell these but like trying to persuade people to donate money to make yourself feel better mm. i don't know how to fix that but I, I guess that was really awkward for me too like doing that stuff but um i agree with like banks wanting your money or like company like or like uh, stores wanting your money because in the end that's kind of what the money exchange mm. is for even if you go to, to a restaurant, you don't even know if that person is nice because they're nice or because mm. they want the tip. You know, that's another thing that kind of gets me all the time, like, confused. Whereas I'm like, well, you know, he's a really nice guy. And sometimes you feel it, that mm. they're just genuinely nice but, <clears throat> nice. but, like, some other times you're like, I have no idea if this guy is just trying to, like, like actually, like, it's not. It's, re- like, it's really, like, I don't know. It just, me. It's I mean, really confusing. <laughs> but, me. but it's really, I don't know. Like, it's it's really awkward because I, I used to work. Okay, I'm not going to plug anybody. Just me. <laughs> um, hey, don't mention any, like, uh, big companies that yeah. might sue this podcast. And I don't have any money to defend anything. <laughs> so I worked at this cafe. And, uh, you know, we had to upsell everything. You know, like, you know, you buy a cup of coffee. But, like, would you like to have um you know a croissant with that or something like that but it's like you it felt it was always so awkward because like there was there was always these customers that you know you know because in training you find out how many calories are are in this and that so the um like these customers would buy like something that was like two thousand calories and then you were like would you like a cup of would you like a slice of cake to go with that i'm like i just i can't you know like (laughs) I know, and the thing is, it's for me personally. Like, I don't want to pressure people to do things that they don't want to do. Like, mm-hmm. especially when I, was I mean, working. if a person already is in the store and they order something, he already knows what he wants. Why exactly. would you hang something on top of that? Well, like, like when I was in the working in the clothes <laughs> store, it's like I, you're you're already going to be paying. Like, you're already going to be buying something. You know, like I don't need to pressure you to buy something else. Like, but you know, I had to make my quota. But it was like it was so. And you get so sucked into that world too. Like you can't do anything. It's, it's, it feels like, like you would want it to be different. So the only way of doing that is actually opening your own business. I know that, which like, I did. Yeah. So yeah. like, uh, yeah, that's why. I like, I also think the same way. Like with films and stuff. Like my friend and I, we keep talking about how the work business of film is like just like deteriorating mm. and becomes such like a slave thing mm-hmm. so like, i'm like man i'm gonna open my own production and then i will change things like mm-hmm. in a way where people will feel comfortable and, and there's examples that do that and they, they are still very successful as well you know mm. um but like it's just um once something has evolved so big or like um, vast it's hard to keep track of every single thing so it's i guess true. too big is not good too um, small is too small is not enough yeah it's <laughs> whatever that means <laughs> nine nine no um yeah i mean i don't know like every time i go to like a grocery store i always find things and it might be because i'm like 
born and raised in Germany because you know German people like to like find flaws and just say like ah oh, this doesn't work you know in Germany you know things like that you know it's actually proven that German people travel the the most in a it, like they're like tourists they loved mm. being tourists and they're loved in the country they go to because they just leave their money there too you know what I mean and but then at the same time you know the reason Germans go is just to complain because they can't complain in Germany about things so they go to countries that they're not maybe you know, as advanced as Germany or have not the same infrastructure advanced like Germany <laughs> well I mean I'm, I'm considering other countries too right because Germans travel everywhere almost but also like countries that have different infrastructure mm. or like different uh, culture they just go there and just complain I'm just like holy cow and <laughs> I, if, if I see that, I'm just like, why would you complain? But I find myself complaining a lot, like about traffic systems, um, and then like you know, like lettuce, just just lettuce, lettuce, like lettuce, lettuce. Did I? Yeah, lettuce. When? I don't know. Not lettuce, like letters. Lettuce. 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 Like, like eating the, lettuce. Eating. Why, why? Why? When did I complain about it? I think you were complaining the other day about like where we where's it you were talking? I was talking to you about lettuce. I feel like it was like. Yeah. Anyway, continue. <laughs> Kai, Kai has more friends, of course, and he he mistakes me for those friends. Well, you look like I all d- my friends, basically. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, like I like for example, in in in, in a superstore. Mm. Um, superstore is. I, I don't know if you should be saying that. That you can get sued for saying superstore. Well, at this point, it's kind of being. I, I'm buying my groceries from Superstore. Okay. My complaint is not going against Superstore. It's about other customers. Okay. <laughs> so, it's a real Canadian Superstore. Real Canadian. That's what it says hey. all the time. Yeah. Um, and it's it's funny because in, I, I don't know if if you feel that way, but or anyone else. Uh, do, so the, when someone is in a line. To pay things. Mm-hmm. That's a checkout is it, line. Is, uh-huh? That's a checkout line. Yeah, the checkout line. Yeah. Like, is it common courtesy that you put... You don't put your stuff up unless you're finished. Like, you don't put your things on the, conveyor the checkout belt? place. Huh? Like the conveyor belt area? No, like, when you're checking out, mm. you want to put your groceries on the... On the... On, on the what is it called? The moving... Uh, conveyor belt. Com- com- conveyor belt. Conveyor belt. Okay, I didn't know that was called. So, the conveyor belt. Yeah. And, and then you put your stuff there... Are you allowed... Now, this is a question, moral okay. question. Are you allowed to leave to buy more things? Uh, no. Like, I would say unless you had somebody... like you, I'm with you on this one. Like, I, I find it really disrespectful. But if you have somebody there with you to run and quickly go and get something else, no. I... You know, you snooze, you lose, basically, I feel. Yeah. Yeah. So this lady in front of me... She put her stuff on the conveyor belt mm-hmm. and then left. Get more things. And I was just, I, I rolled my eyes like, what? Like, <laughs> you just fill up your things on this. When do I know that? What if you don't come back on time? Like, how am I supposed to know that? Like, maybe you grab on. Okay, if it's one item, yes, you forgot mm. it. But if you bring like a handful of things, I'm just like, why didn't you just go get these things? What is it rushing right now? Like, why I know. do you rush? So that's the things that really annoy me. Like that's what grind your gears. Like really gets me. Like I'm just like you should you know, see his fist right now, guys. Like I, 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 I can see his bones. Like they're I, they're ready to crack. I, I I just I just really I find it. I mean, what does it tell me now? You know what I mean? Like it just means that I might have to wait longer now than I mm. should have. You know, like I never did that myself. I saw my parents doing it too, mm. but I have not done it myself. Maybe I'll do it. Maybe it's like a thing when you get older, that's a thing you do. <laughs> when you, the you know, older you get, the more things come up. You know what really grinds my gears about grocery stores if we're going to be going there? <laughs> Let me tell you this. What I can't stand is the way people move around with their shopping carts. Seriously. like, And you know, it gives me an idea about how they drive because yeah. they will be going down an aisle of, like it feels like they're going like 75 it's miles also like how people walk in general like it's just you, you know that's the way they do anything else in their life basically. i know they're too fast like they're they're not able to like stop and enjoy the abruptly moment. stop in front of you why do you want to go into that aisle and you're like there's no way of taking over and he's like okay what yeah. do you can you not like look to your like rear end and mm. see that there's people behind you like why do you stop in the middle of this i know path? 
Like, but what these, if I... these are people. That, these are <laughs> sorry. These are people who have driver's license. So somebody actually went with them on their test, so they know they should know that even though this is a shopping cart, it's the same principle as driving. Like you don't leave. Like I, you, you know should what like I hate? pre-test to driving. Actually, people should like test people on like. Oh, I know that they should because like I don't know. Like, I think you were just talking about this, but yeah, I really hate it when people leave their shopping carts in the middle of the aisle and they will leave it and go around to another aisle to get something and they'll come right back. And I'm like, ah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's just so annoying. I feel like people are just not conscious about it. But I, no. uh, I, I don't know. Maybe people are not of me what I do in the grocery stores too. But yeah. I don't care because I don't see myself around walking in the grocery store. I see other people doing stuff. So and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. inject on in this one too because we're, since we're talking about supermarkets and malls and dollar store. Yeah. So like... Like I was saying in the beginning, like we live in an age of convenience. We go to a grocery store and we know that most of the vegetables that are available to buy have been sprayed with tons of chemicals. You know, yeah. you can't get, you can't have these types of vegetables all year round and and not, and not be able to figure out that they've been sprayed with something to you know to mass produce these vegetables. And I'm like, you know. As much as I love, with you know, I'm I'm I am a, I'm part of that convenient, you know. Like I I like things to run and grab something quickly and go home and make something. But I'm like, you know, you look at that and then you look at the farmers market. I don't know if you guys have like markets or farmers markets mm, where do. you're from, yeah. but like these people, you know, this is this is their livelihood. Like this is what they do to make a little bit of cash on on the, on the side. You know, like they make these delicious vegetables. And they're organic. They're delicious. Like they're a little bit more, but you, at least you have the satisfaction of knowing that they're not going mm -hmm. to kill you. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually funny. I, I saw a video today early in the morning in, on Facebook, um, and it, it showed like what what types of like chemicals there is in food, mm. and it actually is horrifying because there was like this. They put baby food into like a bag and a ziploc bag and then they took like a battery like a flat battery and then mm. it just like went around the baby bag mm. uh, the bag with the baby food on it and then it collected like some black uh, goose as well mm. and said like this is like what is inside all their baby food as well and like you wonder what kind of food is in there like um or like pills and stuff and they melt them and then you can see what they deteriorate to mm. and it, it is really disgusting there's like oh, yeah. rice they show like no and then they show difference so like if if a uh, real milk would not turn yellow if you put this in there or like uh real i've, I've had real milk before and it's it is it tastes 10 times better than the mass produced chemically induced milk that we have at supermarkets it's crazy i think that's it kind of also like that kind of changes our lifespan over time and like our evolution as well mm. like um like you wonder if you if we had everything like natural and organic if we lived until 100 years mm. like 150 years with no problems but uh you know what do i know like in the end we in the end it's we need to eat and then we just get whatever we can get to eat we don't really care i mean we eat a lot of junk as well and, and oh, God, just we because do. of fun and because it tastes nice and because so it's, it's convenient hard, hard to, it's there it's, it's yeah, cheap yeah but i mean even but also, it depends on like how you live your life. I guess I don't know. Like it's 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 hard to tell anyone how to live their life. But like I think if you just do like sports and you know you eat healthy, like even mm. if it's the vegetables that might be spray with things, it's still healthier than you know eating like chips. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't so, that chips on your counter right over there? It's cookies? not mine. Actually, it's my roommate. <laughs> I, I actually woke up and I, wa I walked out and I saw it right there, and, and I haven't touched it at all. Actually, though. uh huh. So, uh -huh. Yeah. yeah. No. Um. <laughs> Um, another thing that really annoys me about uh, grocery stores sometimes is just how um, people sometimes don't go in there with a plan mm. and they don't have like a list of things like you can save so much more money when you have just a list of things yes! that you need yes and like and then and then because then you know what you want and what you want what you need mm -hmm. um, and then all of a sudden like you you're with people that don't make a list or something or like you you see people that don't have a list that they just, just roam around the room and they have like packed their um yeah, they leave with um, like 200 dollars of food and then and then and then they go home and the, the fridge is half full and they don't know where to fit them and mm. half of their food is gonna um expire anyway exactly. i'd rather have a half empty fridge than a double-sized full fridge mm. well it's true because like 
we like I live with my sister and she has three boys with her husband and, and herself and myself. And we realized over the uh, course of a year that we would probably waste like hundreds of hundreds of dollars worth of food because you know, we pack it in and a lot of it would go into the back. We would we forget about it. Uh, and, you know, a lot of it was rotten. Um, so we'd started doing that. You know, we would make a weekly list of what we're going to eat. And we would go to the grocery store and we would buy only what's on that list. And we realized that we've actually saved a ton in groceries because mm-hmm. we're only buying what we need and nothing goes to waste. Yeah. And yeah, I, I'm the type of person that we, you know, I would, I'm guilty of that. Like we would go from aisle to aisle and you're like, oh, I need this. I need that. You know, this looks, this is on sale, you know, cause like, that's the thing. Like any, any, anything, whether it's grocery store, mall, whatever, anytime somebody sees the word sale, or buy one it get one free. It triggers something in the brain instantly, and like, you oh think you save money right away, as I if know. it's like a thing. You're not, you know, like in your your. Like brain... sometimes I buy, I I see like sales, and like you buy two of these, you pay for each, you pay a dollar less than if you buy one. Mm. But then I'm still together, I'm paying more, and in I only need one. Yeah. I, like like let's say you get cereals, and there's like there's like a pack uh, for five dollars. But if you buy two, you get both for $4. Mm. You're like, yeah, well, I would save that money kind of because I wouldn't be paying $10, but Mm. I pay eight. But I would save pay $3 more than if I get only one. Yeah. And taxes. Like you pay a lot more in taxes. Like it's crazy. Well, that's the thing. That's another thing. So I have lived in so many different countries Mm. that I have lived the grocery experience in different countries. You need more Mm. water? No, 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 I'm fine. Because <laughs> um, you look really like you want more water. It's like, you're like, oh, man, I'm ready. <laughs> There's no servant Nine. here. Nine. There's no servant here. No, no servant here. No. But I have lived in so many different countries. I have lived, experienced different, like, convenience stores, grocery mm. stores, um, wholesale mm. um, stores. And, like, um, and I have to say, there are so many different, like, different activities and like sales how they do things there mm. and um you know in germany uh, the sales are not that prominent plus anywhere you go in germany tax are already included you don't have to think about Ooh, the taxes like they're already like there's like you know like anything foodish has like its own tax and mm. anything electronic has its own tax and it's set like and that. you don't you don't have to look at the price say like 900 dollars, and you think okay tax will be so a thousand two hundred dollars or like you don't get surprised like i did the very first time i, I went shopping i was like wait a minute <laughs> this is not supposed to be this oh it's tax and I got like screwed over really quick because I, I thought I was like, you know, just paying this amount. Mm. And in Germany, it's like you pay for what you get, basically. Mm. And and that, that was really a, like a game changer for me. Like and anywhere in Europe, actually, you pay for what you get. Mm. Like you don't pay extra for anything. Like it, Honestly, I even feel like it's like kind of, it's like tricking you. Like, Rip off. Like it's like, yeah, like it makes you buy things. You think it's cheaper than you put a tax on top of that. So like. It's like, I don't know, I, I think it, it it has to be a better system. I heard North America tried that and they had like confusions <laughs> on like how to pay. What, what do you mean confusions on how to pay? It says $5, you pay $5. What's, what's the point? Like, mm. if anything, you say, okay, fine, I'll probably pay $7, $6 for it because of tax or $7 because of tax. But then you see, oh, I'm actually saving money. It's just $5. Like, what the heck? You know, like, That's I don't true. know how people, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm just also like really um, a guy that, is like like complete oblivious and just you know loves his own world and like tries to like form things in his own way like some other did in the past but like i don't know like it's just um so confusing and it's and then i went in, in czech republic for example the only thing i had to change is the currency it was mm. cr- crowns mm. and from euro to crowns um like that was kind of different but um and then i had to like learn how to like use the money because you know, it's like different, 360 it? crowns is like 16 euros. Oh, wow. And like, that would be like my pocket money. And then like, you, you go out for once. <laughs> you said pocket money. Yeah. Well, yeah. And in, in Townsend, it was my pocket money. And then, uh, and then. You sound so international when you say pocket money. Why? Well, how would you say that? Salary? Just, just <laughs> money. Just like, just like. Well, pocket money is a really, like, it's something you get from people. It's not that I didn't earn that money. It's raising my mom. And my dad put it on the account in mm. Townsend. Every every Friday or Thursday, we went to get our pocket money for the weekend. Mm-hmm. Literally weekend because you would only have for the weekend. If you go out that week, mm. you pay for the bus. 
which is already like 50 crowns almost or 25 crowns. So what do you have left? 335, 330, yeah, 35 crowns. So then you want to go for dinner or something, you pay 120 crowns, 140 crowns. Now I... looking at this, it is actually cheap. The food we get there was cheap mm. if I were to pay with euros. But since I was paying with crowns, I had to also like think about what I'm going to keep. So like some dinners were like $120, $140. Dollars, I say, I mean, crowns, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then, like, if you if you calculate that, and $16 was 360 mm. so 120 would be how much? Like, two bucks. Two bucks or, like, three bucks or something. Like, and that would be, like, a decent <clears throat> dinner. Mm. You know, like, so in the end, it was cheap, but a lot in crowns, you know? Um, but, like, like, just that... In, when I came to North America, it, that was on top of learning how much something costs. Is also like on top of like calculating the tax. Dear God, yeah, our, like, it's our just tax such a pain. over here is just like it's a pain. It's like two taxes, and it changes from every province too, I know. which is like hilarious. Because that's why I like the German thing saying like the whole like the whole food system has its own tax. Yes, and that's just, like that has, has it, exactly. Clothes, yeah. Like it doesn't change from like the provinces mm-hmm. as well, which is like. It feels more unified too, you know what I mean? Whereas like here, like you always... You <laughs> Did always you just like, say taxes and unified in the same that's, sentence? It's one aspect of unifying a country, in my opinion. <laughs> like you go to Alberta, you pay some tax, you pay less taxes. Like, or like... Um, you, may pay, you may pay less taxes, but you know that they're getting taxed somewhere else. Well, I don't know that. Like for me, the, the, you see, my level of life is just living the ant life. Like mm. just the ant life yeah like super small i don't know big picture of things mm. i just know my small life and my community life maybe you know so like you know, when i'm out of the bubble i cannot can only compare it to that life i'm not gonna say like oh man these guys are mafia pro they get money from somewhere else as well hey but like sh- sh- don't okay. yeah we should talk about they're that. gonna find me yeah they're gonna they're gonna find you <laughs> or like or like gas don't even start about gas like actually having cars like I'm actually happy just transiting, you know? Whether it takes a half hour longer to get somewhere. I know. I save bunch like tons of money because I'm not paying for for you gas. Know, for gas or insurance, for insurance maintenance, maintenance, like, parking. Yeah. Yeah. And it just doesn't help that every car here is automatic. Mm. Like if you had a neutral like oh, if you had that's a, right. like like a stick driven car, like a, a standard car, mm. you could actually lower your Emission. output like from the exhaust like your gas output because just people go pedal to the metal when it's mm. automatic because they only have to push one pedal. You know, Whereas I'd, with the with the with the clutch, you have to kind of like ease it in. So in that way, you save gas. I think we should go back to horse and buggy. I think horse and buggy, horse and buggy, that'd be fun. Yeah, or, or I don't f- think it's gonna work. like Flintstone car <laughs> with their feet. With their feet, you need to kill down. How do you brake? Oh, they had a lot of uh, calluses on their exactly. feet too. Exactly. Right? So <laughs> it's convenient and it's not cutting down trees. You know, it just means more rocks that we need. Yeah, totally. I'd, but how are you going to ride it in, in the winter? Or like, drive it in the winter? Well, horse and buggy. I'll go to horse and buggy after that. It's going to be freezing, though. Like, that that car is not going to have any, like, shielding. Well, they never... They, they didn't have it back then, and they, they did pretty good. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't think uh, heading backwards is going to be a thing that can help. Well, you know, I was thinking about that the other day. Because, like, you know, the, you know, talking about taxes and all that, like... We did live in a time and an age where we didn't have taxes and things like that. We did bartering or trading. We didn't have money. We didn't like, have money. Generally like, like generally. And, and you know, for the most part, well, obviously, I, I don't know exactly how it was back then. But, you know, it would be amazing if we could try that out again. Well, I mean, I guess at some point, because, I mean, money is also losing its value. Yes. And, like, probably we're going to move to a world where, like, trading comes back in some sort of a sense like you know star trek for example talks Mm. about uh, a world in the future where people do it because of service to the better Mm. like the greater good so like people that are engine engineers they make the engine because they know that's going to help build a spaceship that Mm. will help explore the galaxy they don't have money in that world they 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 have their own place where they Mm. sit they just you know work and go back home school is provided technically well that's the thing like technically we don't necessarily need to pay for anything we could just use trades and an exchange mm. but money kind of skipped that, uh, that convenient yeah and 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 then 
It was to bind people to a certain thing where they can control people more. Mm. I mean, without money, there's more freedom um, to do whatever you want, basically. But with money, you have a set people of working, doing something that is needed for the country well, or the not thing. necessarily. Because like, if we got rid of money, like let's say, like, let's say education-wise, I bet people would shoot for the stars if they didn't have to worry about uh, debt. Because, like, well, I mean, in Germany, uh, it's a different world, yeah, too. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's no, free. yeah, like, general education is for free. <clears throat> I think all the way up finishing middle school is for mm. free, and even I think high school is for free. That's free here, and then, technically. Yeah. Um, okay. Then, university is also for free. You just mm. pay for the classes, basically, mm. but you don't pay for anything else. Like, my friend, for example, goes to a sem- one semester is 500 euros, which is like $700. Now, compare that to anyone that is doing his bachelor in Canada. They pay like thousands of well, dollars I to have, finish a bachelor. I have a friend that's, you know, they're married and he's a lawyer and she did uh, something in the along the lines of like naturopathic medicine. So, you know, combined, their debt is... They, they, they will work to the, to the end of their gonna, lives yeah, and then gonna, they have to pay off their debt. Like, exactly. And that's not how I think school and any other systems should work. I but know. that's how you do it because that's how I think how you control people the best. Mm. Like they know that these like two will just do, they will just work basically. They won't try anything or like, like you know, just be on the streets. I like, know. Like, and it's just like, if we got rid of the, if we got rid of that, that system, I'm sure we would have a lot more people going to school because, like, I know of a few people who, who dream about you know, big, big plans of like either being a lawyer or nurse or something. But just the prospect of being in debt for the rest of your life, basically, like, you know, there's no, there's not a lot of uh, room to, you know, go out and travel and enjoy life. Like you're basically, like you said, you're gonna be working for the rest yeah. of your life to to pay that off and then pay the interest off and then you'll have maybe a little bit yeah sometimes i feel like you know uh because we live in a western society like we we lose also track on the most essential things in life um because we think necessities are like phones and like uh iphones or like phone as an iphone and any other phone kai PS, PS4 PS4 that you're looking around my room right now yeah. I just said and, air fresheners. and I'm not saying that I'm like f- fully free of these things I mean we all are touched by it and I, I could not imagine living somewhere else and in the western society that's because mm. I mean I would love to learn about other cultures and mm. other places and other you know uh, lifestyles or lives but I know already now for example I cannot live in Turkey because it's just too fast-paced people are just like it's just a different life where i cannot relax in my opinion i can mm. only go there for vacation meet family and that's it with your wonderful you know? nephew with my wonderful nephew that i love so much <laughs> um but but like like we think that standard having a car that's what you need I you know, know that. right now things that we think we need are like based on status like if you don't have this you're not rich or if mm. you don't have this like right now it used to be like this at smartphones were a commodity mm. like you could only buy it uh when you had the money for it now mm. it's a standard like where people have it because they can its price is cheaper mm. now but also they have instead of like for example getting a 300 dollar phone let's say that's the cheapest you can go mm. to um instead of that what else could you buy you know that could actually be more fruitful than just a smartphone you know oh, i know that now then again, it became a standard because it connects people in a way that nothing else does. Now, that's good, right? Smart Connecting people is really good. Like, mm. I use my smartphone usually just to text people. Um, Smart. Uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, like, family that I don't see every day. Mm. Now, that's cool. But, like, how else does it influence my life? You know what I mean? Like, it's just... Uh, it's well... Just, does it control us or do we control it? You know what I mean? Back in the 90s... This is before Ilker was really fully functional. <laughs> no, uh, don't do this. No, I, I am. I, I, I'm talking. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Okay, just hold that thought. Okay, this is for our listeners. They can actually comment and like text us and see. Do we all agree, or who agrees with me saying like, if you're born in the '90s, and now I'm not saying any '90s, like let's say before 90, 1990 to 1999. No. Yes. That, that's not what. No. No, that's the nineties. That's the nineties. That's nineties. But like, but like, so, are you a nineties kid when you're born? Halfway through the nineties. I'm not halfway through. I'm ninety three. 
You said 96. 93. Even still. No. Okay, continue. So, 93. Continue. Let's see. When is the border, first of all? 90. <laughs> and if there is, like, if there, or if there is a border, like, what if a 99 born kid says, I'm a 90s kid? Like, do we agree with that or not? No. Or if a 93 born kid, like me here, says he's a 90s kid. Because I do remember a lot of things from the 90s, you know? Uh huh. Because I was conscious in 98, 99. I remember. <laughs> you were older. like a toddler in 1990. I was, I was six. <laughs> <laughs> five years old i lived kin- uh, kindergarten and everything so maybe that's something for our listeners to to kind of you know hit us up and see and tell us about it mm-hmm. and maybe we'll figure it out afterwards because well, i we, i think i think you're a 90s kid if you're born in 1984 1994 i would still agree 84 because 94 might still have some knowledge but 93 i think is still enough for sure <laughs> anyway so back when I was trying to make my point about in the nineties. So anyway, like it was funny, like you mentioned how about like cell phones. So I remember uh, when I was going to high school, like the, pro- the the prospect of somebody having a phone, like a cell phone, was like, oh my god, it's like this is in, in, insane. Like you don't have to use a payphone anymore. But that's another nineties reference. Payphones, you put in a quarter and i know yeah. what a payphone is i i, I was i'm a 90s kid i know exactly they're still debate, around debate 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 yeah. i know what a payphone is okay anyway so anyway people didn't know what a payphone is until maroon 5 made that payphone song and it was like, what is a payphone and they saw it in the music video that's a payphone now those are millennial kids okay now i'm a 90s kid okay so anyway moving on so mm-hmm. anyway yeah, the idea of somebody having a cell phone back then was like it was like out of this world. You like, oh my god, it's like you have a cell phone. You don't. You're not. You're not uh, uh, chained to a cell. I mean, chained to a, a payphone, or you have. You don't have to go home and or wait. Like the the next big thing was actually getting your own line. I know that. I mean, like that would be. But, how do I know that that you that was the next big thing having your own line? Oh yeah, because I'm a '90s kid. <laughs> I remember those days. Anywho, my point is. Uh, you know that was that was a it felt like it was like a privilege having a, a you know a cell phone back then, but then now it's next to nothing. Like every everyone can afford a phone now. Like ten year old kids have 10, iPhones. In their I know that. Like my at my nephew's elementary, like they have phones. Like I didn't even have well, that. We didn't have my that. first phone. I got when I was uh, grade six. What? And I got a Nokia. Like little small one? No, like a huge one. Oh. And with buttons. Yeah. And it only had snake on it. Like as a game. <gasps> I remember snake. And then it, it was like a brick. Like you would throw it against the wall. The wall would shatter. The phone would be the fine. Wall. <laughs> yeah. What's, what are the walls like in Germany? Yeah, if they shatter? It's a Nokia phone, man. They're unbreakable <laughs> to this day. And and um, and I, I had that just to text my dad and my mom where I was at. Or if I if I need to be picked up, I could call them. Like mm. only for that. I didn't mm. have my friend's numbers necessarily. Mm. Like because yeah there was no real need well for it would it. take you like an hour just to text yeah. come pick me up my sister was pretty fast at it and she was very very good in snake too mm. those days and and then and then and then it took me honestly like iphone the first iphone came out and mm. i was not fond of smartphones guys i already saw like how it's going to disconnect people mm. in a way even though it connected people so it's like an like a like a hate love relationship. Well, these millenn- and, like this millennial age is like it's destroying the family life. I got my smartphone. My very first one was eighteen. That's seven years ago. I was eighteen. Now that is four years after the first real MP3 smart uh, MP3 phone came out. Phone mm. came out, and that's the one I got. I was I just wanted to listen to music, so I got a Sony Ericsson Walkman mm. phone. Oh, Walkman. And it was like 50 euros. It's nothing, right? Mm. The first smartphone came out was 300 euros. And then it was like, okay. And then people got bought it. And then they were like, it was the first touchscreen. And, you know, you had apps and like email connection. And mm. phone had internet and everything. I didn't have that until I was 18. Now that's four years after the first one came out. Four years. Four years. You know? <sighs> and to this day, I only had owned three smartphones. So I had my Samsung S Galaxy S3. Mm. Then I had a Nexus 5. Mm-hmm. And now I have a Nexus 5X. And that's, in total, it's been seven years. And I have only three smartphones. So you see? So there's like, I as long as I can connect with people, as long as my phone gets WhatsApp and mm. maybe Facebook Skype. Messenger, Skype, I'm fine. You know, I can call everyone. I can reach everyone that I need to. 
I don't need all this high-tech stuff that has huge screens and 4K screen. I don't need that <laughs> stuff. I mean, in the end, a phone is supposed to connect not to watch movies on, right? It's true. Uh, but now I see a lot of people doing games and the train. It's so sad. Like, know? I was at a restaurant and there was a dad and his son and the, and the, and the mom. And that's that's all, my fear, man. That's, they're all I'm on so their scared. own screens. And I'm like... You know, <sighs> that's the... My fear is when I have kids that that's, either me I, or them are going to be attached to their phones in that mm. way. Now, one thing I learned, for example, my dad made sure that I, I like have it, is like when you eat, you don't look at your phone. Yes. When you're at the dinner yes. table, at home, anywhere else, doesn't matter. And I evolved that thought. When you're with people, you don't look at your phone. You might want to give it a two-second glance, just see if you've got any messages from your mm. mom, whatever, but then go back to the conversation. Exactly. Like When I'm with people, I rarely go on my phone. When I'm with people that I eat with, I don't go on my phone at all. I can vouch for that because I was actually eating with Ilka for three hours yesterday and he would he never touched his phone. And thank I'm actually you. really impressed. Yeah, thank you. And happy birthday, guys. Oh, thank that you. That was like a birthday at dinner. <laughs> your happiest three hours, man. Oh my you got to actually kind of explain it more. Now, we were really dark and deep into like all of these like lifestyles and lives. Mm. Maybe we want to pep it up a little bit towards the end of this podcast. <laughs> like, why did you say that's your three best hours of conversation well you know like you you have 365 days in the year and and kai keeps track of every single conversation better believe it well i mean like it's very rare for me to have to sit down actually sit down with somebody and have a nice long epic conversation so i'll have maybe one or two maybe three of those throughout the year but I didn't get to talk to you yesterday much, to be honest. I, I was that. talking to well, Kevin. We, well, we all got a chance to, to chit chat, but I, I, you know, unfortunately, yeah, when you're sitting around at a table and you know you're in a restaurant and it's busy and crazy, but just to be in a room with your friends, well, I have to say, Canada did vote for all of the people, all the people, that, that all are the people, the, the, my top seven <laughs> friends that, that were there. Kai you know, had all like voted a national <laughs> voting. Better believe it. And, uh, but no, it's just great to, you know, just, no, it's, it's also funny because one thing I liked about your birthday is like, it, it was just like a small group too. Mm. And we could all have conversations, you exactly. know, and it is nowadays people try to get everyone in. So nobody's heard mm. by not being invited. But I think small groups, because when I have big groups too, and I'm a person that tries to invite everyone, because I don't want people to feel like I don't really value them as friends. Mm. Um, it, it, it's funny because then it's hard for you. To, you have to split yourself in five, ten different pieces, and you will not get to everyone as well. Exactly. And then you just, with that, you avoid things. Might as well just have like, you know, I don't know, multiple dinners if you want. Oh my God, I can't afford <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's, since it's your birthday, you get it paid anyway, so. Hence why I brought you guys are. <laughs> <laughs> no but no like i think everyone you know they need that well at least once in the year whether regardless of whether or not it's just your birthday like just get together with friends and have you know a meal together and meaningful just conversations meaningful conversations funny i mean meaningful doesn't mean it has to be serious no it doesn't you know you know like let's say i was also hanging out before i came to the dinner i, I was hanging out with a friend and he also pointed out how like our conversations sometimes just end up in a very like elevated mm. end, you know, where we talk about certain things and then we also have like jokes and stuff. Mm. So like, it just ends up like just very balanced. And uh, to be honest, I could not have a like conversation where it's just not really some, just, like some ridicule in it mm. or like some goofing around. Like I, I can't cause it's just too serious. And then I become very like conscious. So I just change or like throw a joke and whether it's a appropriate joke or not, I don't care at that moment. I think I earned that one second two seconds three seconds of like yeah really uh inappropriate jokes and those i have to do because in germany they're not allowed so. oh that's right and people that are in germany know what exactly i'm talking about. <laughs> so they're not allowed there i don't know what yeah. we're gonna do without you buddy i mean i mean uh that's why you have smartphones right you can it's still true. text each other Skype uh, each other. Facebook, you know, everything. I'm excited so. to do this over Skype. It's 100%. So, like, you know, um, even though I will be moving away from Vancouver for the time being, uh, it won't, it won't, it won't, it won't really shatter the Zondag and nothing flare mm. with people and guests over. So, exactly. you know, I'll find ways. And if the people were, are interested, then they will find ways too. So, exactly. you know, they, so, and I've, well, I've we, also English speaking friends over there, you know, so like. We're in a day age of convenience. Yeah. Modern, modern convenience. Yeah. Yes. Oh man, so it was your birthday. So like, what did you do? How was your like? Oh man, well, I well I had I had my mom over. My actual birthday was actually on Thursday. Um, 
so I had my mom over. You want to give the date too? You want to like the people like. May, May 30th, oh. 1984. True 90s boy. And yesterday 80s, you said 80s. 80s. Well, you're 84. That's, I'm 93. So I'm, I'm still 90s I am kid. More, I, am, I have six years on you, buddy. Yeah. I never. I, 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 I have I, seven I, years in the 90s. You have six years in the 80s. You call yourself an 80s kid. I have the full 10. In the nineties, I know, but the point is, you call yourself an eighties kid being born eighty four, but you I'm deny 80, me the nineties, right? Beyond being born ninety three, I didn't. I never said that I was. An I never denied that you're not a nineties kid. I just said that I'm a nineties kid. That's my whole <laughs> argument here. But I was conscious. I had six years before I entered the nineties. Yeah, but you still call yourself an eighties kid being born eighty four. Yeah. So I'm born '93. I'm a '90s kid then. But yeah, and your point is. <laughs> My point is that I got you lawyer. No, you're not. You. I did get you lawyer. No, you're not Come gonna on. get this. No. Okay, I'm so sorry. your mom came. Let's My just, mom. You know, let's, let's, it's, it's like you know, for you right now, it's like ripping up a bandaid very, very slowly. It's very painful. <laughs> you have no arguments anymore. So let's just continue with your. With your mom came to visit. And My mama came to visit, and she made me a delicious meal. She'd made me a dark German chocolate cake. Nice. And it was very delicious. And you made me delicious dinner. And uh, so... How many siblings do you have? How many siblings? I have... Are you middle? I'm the baby of the family. I have uh, an yeah. older sister and an older brother. Okay. And... Uh, of course. So, did your brother come? Was your brother no, he lives in Winnipeg. Uh, uh, so, he... Are you the mom, mama's boy? I'm a big mama's boy. And your mom loves you more than the others? Well... <laughs> This, I hope well if <laughs> <laughs> I can I can I mean my mom loves me a lot I know that like I think she has she, she has she a has, mom loves every child but like you know that there's sometimes more I you think, know like I think on this equal, side it's an equal love you know because like we each we each do we each have a different place in my mom's heart and for different reasons you know like my like but like like for me you know, like I think she has an intense love for me because she knows that I come out there and I uh, weed her garden and I do some maintenance around her house. I clean her house. It will change once I get married, though. Uh, that's that's that's, that's the thing. Well, you know, once, once you have a wife, it's either your mom or your wife. Bro. I'm already technically and married. I'm, I feel like because like having a business yeah. is like oh. like when you have a business, like it's it's you have to. You have to manage it just like a marriage. You know, like you have to take tend it. You have to grow with it. It has to mature. And so, you're not gonna get married. Is that what you're saying? I, I don't think I'm ever gonna get married, dude. I'm actually don't say that, man. I'm. Ha- you know what? That's don't a, that's say a, that. That's another thing that uh, that. Um, Bro, you'd be surprised. You say this not tomorrow. You'll find the wife. of your wife, you would just walk, see walking down the street. <laughs> I don't think I would. And, and then, and then you would be like, "Dang it!" No, you know the thing. This this might have to be another podcast, but it's like we. That's don't worry, a, don't worry. We have already a podcast about relationships. Oh, good. Okay. And we can go and we can do another one with Kai for sure. Just like getting different but opinions. I'm gonna give there. you. I'm gonna give you a little taste about if we do this one. Like we live in a day and age where the second you reach a, a certain age, you have to get married, and I'm like. I think when is that age? What time is that? I th- my well, I my age passed a long time. No, ago. no, bro. For I, men, it's it's different than for women, for I, sure. And that's the thing. I, I feel sorry for the. You can't be like fifty and still marry someone. You can be eighty and still marry someone, and then you can still have kids afterwards as a guy. As a guy, if the woman is like thirty-five, thirty-five, 30, you know, like that's, that, that's, like it's like it. the rules are a little different, you know, but, but. I don't but, know, man. You don't you don't want to have a family? Like you never thought of being a dad or know, something? Or after raising like co-parenting these three nephews, it's like, it's like taking the fun out of having children. <laughs> like the diapers. It's gonna be different if it's your own child. Six thousand diapers between three <laughs> nephews. Like, I, but it, but it, and you, but the thing is, like, it doesn't your matter. nephews are gonna be like, oh damn it, Uncle Kai, uh, why do you like? Oh man, they were so. You imagine like, is that? Like his their friends listen to this and they go back to school and it's like <laughs> your your uncle Kai was like talking about six thousand diapers oh you guys I believe it like no, all- but like but like I mean look when I was younger I was always like man like two I'm, years ago yeah <laughs> younger as in like when I was eighteen seventeen I always wanted to have kids and have mm. a family I knew I I want to get married I want to have kids. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's so hard that every time kind of every podcast ends up in like a family story I, I'm really desperate as well, I guess no, so Ilker but no and then when I got older I realized okay there's a lot of responsibility and I don't know if I'm ready for this but being now 25 I'm like yo man like it doesn't matter what what my state of life is if, if I have money or don't like yes money no, gives you some security but, wait the, the, okay. the, 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 hurry, the, hurry hurry the, hurry the, hurry hurry um and I mean, I, I know, just know now I want to have a family and kids. I hope, I don't even say it will be, I hope it's before I'm 30. Mm. Okay? But I won't pressure like myself. <laughs> I won't pressure myself to have it happen before that because that you will never have. If you mm. pressure it, it will never happen. And in the end, it might not even be like a happy, you mm. know? But I'll just give it, you know, time and just let it be, you know, things will go. I just believe that it will have that day where I have a kid mm. and a wife a loving wife loving my kids and a good family life you mm. know and when that happens i know that that person is the one that i want to be with mm. and i will choose that person for every day mm. so now like that's just and my mom told me like you have to just believe in it and if you believe in it it will happen mm. you know and then you know you have all the religious other things like spiritual god you know or whatever comes to it as well my mom told me that she always believed that you'll have one son, one daughter, and a loving husband, and a great family life. Mm. And she trusted also God. And then uh, throughout her life, she had hardships and everything else. And she still made it through. And she believed that she will have it. And she got it. Mm. So now it's a, it's a mindset, you know, like you not just, you know, having negative thoughts doesn't mean that positive thought, thoughts will not mm. come. I mean, you need positive and negative together. But like just being always conscious about the future and knowing that you have to just believe in yourself and believe that things will good, be, good, be good for you. Mm. But now I don't know how your take on this is because you already said that you're married to your business. There you go. Well, Any no, woman now. Well, no, the thing is like any type of relationship where you, where you feel like it's going to lead to marriage. Like like my brother and my, when my brother and my, and my sister-in-law, before they got married, they, they asked themselves, do you see yourself spending eternity with one another? And because for them... Um, they wanted, they wanted to, they wanted this marriage to last for eternity. They, you know, they, they. Of course, I mean, the, the reason think, you get married, that's the objective. You don't think, oh, well, you know, in five years, if I don't like, I'll just quit. It's exactly. not really well, that's, the thought. That's the mindset. Like we, we live in an age where we, I think everyone who gets married, they always, they, they always, don't even, they just move in together, have a common law thing, and they don't even get married because to make it even easier to get just out of that. Well, thing. no, that, not just that. That they feel that they want to be the the one that breaks all the records. Like they're going to be the ones that last oh, okay. 60, 70 years. But for me, like, um, you know, like. I've seen the effects that divorce has on uh, not only on the on the individuals but also on children. Yeah, and I I have my my dad's side. Mm. Um, his sisters are both divorced. My dad is the only one in his side of the family that has a. Yay! <laughs> knock on wood. Knock on wood. Honestly, I told my mom. She's like, "Well, it can change at any point." And I'm like, no, "What do you mean?" And my mom said, "Both of them are also married." And my sister is happily married. Like I have good examples, but then mm. I have friends that have also divorced families and they are kind of worried that what if it happens the same thing. But then again, you have to know you're not them. You're, mm. you're you, you have, and you can make it work because that's the thing in this time, people, when something breaks, you just exchange it with something new. Mm. But we have to know that this like relationships generally, not only marriage relationships mm. is hard work. You have to make it work and not see any out like way out there like you have to really make it work even if you have a hard time okay fine if it's an abusive relationship i guess <laughs> i guess i guess you, you just have, have an to out. leave but you have the awkward turtle the, the awkward turtle yeah <laughs> crap it's good that it's empty it's good, it's good, yeah um but like i think it it really depends on like how like even if you like when you love let's say it's everything's perfect you love that person but you still aren't sure you're getting married or whatever you want to make your life and spend eternity with mm. each other you have to still like believe that that's your thought like even if it doesn't work that doesn't matter in the future if it doesn't work then you shouldn't be down but at mm. least you tried your best to make it work because like getting married you shouldn't think oh i might divorce her or him if i don't feel like the the, the, the mojo again like in five years you know, because obviously it's gonna go. It's gonna die reference. down. Yeah, the <laughs> yeah. And 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 I think 
um, that's kind of the mindset of youth now sometimes mm. and, and this misperception of you know you can quit whenever you want sometimes you just have to go through dirt mm. like that's what it is like you just have to go through it to grow you know now even if you have like past relationships that didn't work yes maybe they would have worked if it was a different time maybe not mm. but they didn't work this time so you know that okay fine you learn from your mistakes because it, it takes two to tango mm. um, and then you just build on those experiences and then you, you kind of your, your compass redirects itself to different people too you know there's no one set type for a person True. you know like a person especially when you look at characters like characteristics of a person mm. like like uh, the qualities a person has inside not outside just you know how they look like but yeah things like that like that we, we have ourselves another it's podcast just, just, it, i guess kai's gonna come back and we'll talk about relationship tips in sunday got nothing sunday got nothing because we had that once and with mespa mm. we we it's like a shouting shouting speaking of relationships yeah speaking of relationships, this guy um um, with Mesper, we have been talking like there was one whole podcast we talked about relationships. Mm. Um, like it's like it's uh, before this one, and it's just funny how kind of like some conversations end up in that direction. And I, mean, I guess I'm very I mean, passionate I've... about it too because my examples of relationships and working marriages, mm. I know which one to take an example of, and and well, my parents, my sister, and my grandparents usually mm. are the ones that are the, the top ones. But then mm. there's also people that I've met as well, and I see their relationships. Um, but yeah, like I don't know, like in the end, I'll see maybe I'll end up alone. That does like it won't hurt me either. Like, but yeah, I that's have... the thing. Like that's that's my whole gist about it. Like, yeah, it'd be great to to find that person and spend the rest of your life with. But but you don't pressure yourself to. Leave. It's no pressure. Like yeah. I'm actually very like my. Uh, well, my aunt did get married. My very favorite aunt. Uh, she did get married, but she never had kids. And then after her husband passed, like she never got married again. Yeah. And she lived a somewhat, you know, very content life. And yeah. like for me, you know, I've got my business, I've got my nephews, I've got other things I'm doing, and it's really, it's it's never really been uh, an issue with me. Like I can be very content. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. That's another thing. We should never pressure ourselves to do certain things or like. That's like, why, like, the ages shouldn't matter. If, And it's hard if you want to have kids, of course, but mm. there's other ways to have kids, too. Oh, I know like, that. If you cannot bear children, you can't adopt. If you cannot, if you don't want to adopt, you can be in the community and, you know, work with the youth and, and, the, exactly. and, the, and the children in the community. And they kind of become a family, too. And I know that from first firsthand because I, I was an um, animator of a junior youth group and, and they became, like, my brothers. Like, mm. And I've lived ah. with other different people and they became, like, family to me, too. So that it is it is possible. Mm. And, and unconditional love doesn't only go towards your biological children. It goes to everyone, I think. Mm. So, um, you know... Uh, I guess the the the, the the um the party's over. No, 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 no. I was gonna say the 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 moral of what I'm trying to say is like you know it's just like be happy with yourself, be content, exactly. do what you love. Uh, you know, help people around you in the community when they need help. Um, as much as you can, don't mm. pressure yourself to do it just because you're told about it. Just mm. you know, as much as you can and as much as your heart allows you to do. But also like, um, just be 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 for sure that you know life is is a journey and mm. and, and 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 the goal is inevitably is, is going to be death anyway so I so mean, the journey all is all die. we have in the end so <laughs> that journey should count as like the best we can do mm. and every day we try to be better exactly so like whether you want to just love your business and marry your business that's fine whether you you you, you just want to live your life and see what happens and then you meet someone and you can share things with them mm. then that's it you know and that happens at any point in our lives because you know we have only, well we have two eyes, we have two ears, two hands, you know, oh, two one. lungs, but only one heart, and the other heart is somewhere out there. So, <laughs> wow. <laughs> the bottom and line. And this was the philosophy class of... with one on one with Ilker okay. in Zontak and Nothing. You only get this on this podcast, guys. Actually, bottom line is, long live the '90s child. 90s kid. I am a 90s. What do you to mean? Be what do you mean? Okay, <laughs> seriously. I, I want. We kind, of, we kind of buried no, that. No, we didn't that bury it. You were saying 90s kid, and no. I thought you meant me, and I was so happy. Now you say no? No, I'm, I, we haven't buried this yet. The, the, okay, fine. I guess I guess every episode we're probably going to bring this up, yeah. but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to prove you. 
No. And you'll try to like, come up with idea, like different different uh, arguments. That this is going to be epic. I love this. <laughs> this is going to be epic. Epic. Yeah. Yes. And then, you know, you can come visit me in Germany and then we can record a podcast in Germany. And, and we can go and record it in Greece, actually. Why would you want to go to Greece? Because it's so close. No, well, it's like kind of like 20 hours drive. Though. You said it was a close drive, you <laughs> I drove through it to get to Turkey, but you think Turkey is like two hour drive from Germany? It's 24, 26 hours. Uh, see, misrepresentation. But it's like, it's like two hour flight. That, okay, there's a big difference but between... But there's Turkey right next to you, just fly an hour longer, you go to the same country with different things. True. Better things. <laughs> More better? More better. More bestest. Nine cappuccino. Yeah. So guys, thank you so much, Kai, for coming oh, and thank uh, you for having me, for listening. Um, this is it for this podcast. Any last words, Kai? Nineties, nineties kids, baby shower. <laughs> yeah, I mean, baby shower. <laughs> that's an insider. We should next time we can talk about it a little bit more. Um, but yeah, thank you, Kai, for coming all the way here. And um, my pleasure. And I for you guys, it. Uh, good Sunday, good Monday, good. Tuesday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday, Friday, Friday, or Saturday. Christmas, good week, good summer. Good, yeah, good summer, good Halloween. Good year, good 2019, 2020, whenever you're listening to this. Mm-hmm. And um, 1980s, stay, 90s. 90s. If you listen to it <laughs> from the past, I don't know, like some multiverse opens up in the future and you can go back and listen to the past. Well, you know, have a great 90s life. Exactly. And if you find me, just tell me that I'm a 90s kid. <laughs> um, yeah, see you guys next time. Stay tuned and volume up. Volume up.